New It's in the Game, Randy Cruz, my man Denicio. How you doing? What's going on, sir? Thanks for having me. No problem, man. We uh, you know, we do this every week. We were about a week and a half, maybe two weeks into the playoffs. We had our previous show uh, recently. Two series are done, I believe. The Warriors are now in the uh, conference semis. Um, the, the New Orleans Pelicans, a series that me and you picked. You had New Orleans in seven. I had Portland in six. Portland did not even win a game. That was shocking. And Philadelphia... Uh, we both picked Philly to make it to the second round. They beat Miami in five. So, well, with all that being said, man, like, what has been your major surprise so far in the playoffs? Well, everybody's pointing to 76ers, and that and that's great and, and dandy and all. But let's be clear. That um, New Orleans team, they are a sight to behold, man. Anthony Davis is not a, is not a game. Um, Jay Holiday, I don't know where this came from, but he's on point, and we already know about playoff Rondo. So, yeah, yeah. The, New Orleans, the New Orleans Pelicans are, are actually surprising, to say the least. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I, it's for, for Portland to not even get one game, I, I, you know, the, the closest game, I think, you know, was game one. And I know you picked New Orleans in seven. I had Portland in, in six, and you told me, you know, and Davis, playoff Rondo, Drew Holiday, and you kind of saw it from game one, like, hey, this team can really, you know, give Portland some competition. I, you know, I did not expect him to win the series, but now we're talking about them getting to play the Warriors in round two, a, a Warriors team that may not even have Steph Curry in their roster, and the potential of New Orleans even winning that series is now sky high. So, um, what are you? How do you feel the chances are for the Pelicans to upset the Warriors if, in the event, they don't have Steph Curry playing in round two? Quite frankly, if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm purposely leaving Steph Curry out for this series as well. Kevin Durant is the former NBA Finals MVP as well as the a former MVP himself. If he can't carry the Golden State Warriors to the next round over the New Orleans Pelicans by himself with that team, then something's wrong. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I'm just saying it'll take seven, maybe, maybe six. But, no, there should be. Now, we're going to know. We're going to find something out. Because if Anthony Davis defends Kevin Durant for four games, we're going we're gonna to see something. We're going to see either Kevin Durant make a bid for him being the one of the best players in the world or Anthony Davis making his bid for being better than Kevin Durant. So we're going to see. The chances of New Orleans beating the Warriors, I think it's very, um, very little if Stephen Curry happens to play. If, they, if he doesn't play, um, New Orleans Pelicans making the, the, the Western Conference Finals would be a very uh, uh, interesting story. You know, like like just imagine if, if if Boogie was playing. Like I think if Boogie was playing in round one, I would have picked New Orleans. Now just imagine. Oh, but you know, you know what? On the flip side, there's no Boogie and there's no Curry, so it's kind of even. We kind of have maybe your your best player not playing or a very impactful player not playing. So, I mean, 
I mean, Dennis, if the Pelicans go to the Western Conference Finals and possibly get um, the the Rockets, I mean, that'll be a very interesting series. But you as a fan, do you want to see a team like Houston get to the finals without even beating the defending champions? Or basically, they you know, they got to go through their route regardless of who's injured, uh, injured or not. Listen, the road is the road. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we try to look back and see who's had the harder road, who's had the easier road. The road's the road. Um, I mean, clearly the 76ers may have an easier, may have an easier path to a final than, uh, you know, old, you know, compared to old um, champions. They may have an easier route. They just, they're just loaded. They have shooters. They have defenders. They have a point guard who can't be stopped, and they have a center that can't be stopped, and a center that can shoot threes. It's the total package as a team. Um, the addition of Marco Bellinelli um, yeah. just puts them in a position where now you have not only Bellinelli, you have JJ Redick who who, who shoots you shoots you down if you try to slide down on Embiid. It's the perfect match. It's the perfect. Um, Perfect storm, and clearly the process has been uh, completed. As we're taping this, you know, um, we have Game Five going on with Indiana and Cleveland. Probably a, a bad scheduling uh, day on my part because you know we we, we do want to see Cleveland and Indiana Game Five, but right now they're in Game Five. Toronto Wizards are in Game Five, tied up. Um, again, Philly advances, New Orleans advances. The Warriors advance. Boston is up 3-2 on Milwaukee. And I told you I have Boston in six, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Milwaukee got it done in seven. So I think all signs right now lead to Boston winning that series, uh, possibly in six. Houston is up 3-1 on Minnesota. I think we both picked Houston in at least five. Um, and surprisingly, a, 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 a series that me and you probably, I think, had going seven Utah is up 3-1 on Oklahoma City. They play game five tonight. So when we put this show out, we have no idea if Utah is going to advance or OKC. But for the time being, how surprised are you that the Thunder are down 3-1 to, to Utah Jazz right now? I didn't think I was ever going to have these words come out of my mouth about Carmelo Anthony. Oh, boy. What now? Full disclosure, if you guys, I love me some mellow. I've loved him ever since Syracuse. I love me some mellow. I love his game. He may be done. I rewatched that game. I rewatched every mellow possession, and he has no lift. He has no. It just seems like he, he, you know, he's out of rhythm. He hasn't been the same player since he left New York, and that could be me. That literally could mean that his back hurts from carrying the New York Knicks franchise for what seven years. His back may be finished. I think he may be done. Um, he is the reason why OKC is down three games to one. The Utah Jazz is just giving it to them. I mean, and here's the here's the problem. It's matchup. Mm. OKC has, you know, God, you know, obviously Russell gets a mellow from time to time, but with Gobert standing there, he doesn't allow that. So now they have to rely on preliminary shooting, which they don't have. So this is going to be very interesting tonight to see what Russell does 
to help that team win. But again, it saddens me to say that I think Carmelo Anthony may be done. I mean, to me, the overall fact that I, I think the Utah Jazz are a better overall team, there's a lot more one-on-one action with OKC, Paul George, Westbrook, Carmelo. Um, you know, they really get Adams involved in the, in, in the offense. And Utah, they, they, move, they move the ball around. Everybody's involved. Like you mentioned, Gobert, Ricky Rubio had a triple-double. And, and to me... The co-rookie of the year, Donovan Mitchell, has been playing lights out. Again, we we, we, we won't know if they advance um, once we put this show out. But let's just say, hypothetical, if Utah advances, um, they they could give Houston a, you know, a, a run for its money. Um, but I'm not counting out OKC just yet. When, when you have three all-stars on your team... Um, you know you're bound to win some games, but on the flip side, when you do have three all stars on your team, a lot of questions are are wondering why you can't beat this Utah Jazz team. And and Utah has won three in a row. They they won twice on their home floor. Uh, OKC has to, has to get it done. If not, they're out tonight. But um, you mentioned Melo. Could he be done? I don't know. It's it's um, you know he he's one of my favorite players. Uh, of all time, and uh, I I don't think he's done. Maybe it just yeah, again, uh, um, you know, people could say he didn't evolve his game. It was just one thing and one thing only. Um, you know, the the athletic athleticism, ha- you know, hasn't been there from Melo even the last couple of years in New York with the injuries and the back, the shoulder, whatever it is. Um, or playing the back, with the shoulder, the leg, yes. Oh, he was man. run down in New York for seven years. Don't get me wrong, he was paid as such, but he was run down in New York, and now he's a shell of himself. He's in OKC, and he's going to be blamed for their terrible exit tonight. I don't see them winning. Utah's a way better team, and I say team, I mean team, from top to bottom. They all play defense. They all play play together. They, you know, No one's looking to be the star. Everyone's just knowing everybody's role. And Mitchell, obviously, the co-rookie of the year, he's balling. But for, for, for Ricky Rubio to average, I mean, excuse me, not even average, for Ricky Rubio to have a triple-double, mm-hmm. for him to even have one, have a triple-double, is that tells me how disengaged Russell was. You know, Russ, that's not even Rubio's skill set. He is a pass-first point guard. So he's not even trying to score. For him to have 28 and help his, you know, help the Utah Jazz win that game, I'm a little confused. Now, um, we are going to see what OKC is made of in terms of pride. If they just want to let this go tonight, or they want to fight and fight, mm-hmm. you know, fight them hard, fight them hard. We're going to see. We're going to see if they're made, you know, what they're made of. Okay, so hypoth- hypothetically, if OKC loses tonight, the likelihood of Paul George staying with the Thunder. Give me some kind of, give me give me a ballpark percentage number that Paul George remains with the Thunder if they lose tonight. Zero percent. Zero. So you're saying Paul George is is, is out. He's gone. And he's going to what? L. A. He's going to L. A. Or Philly? I've been hearing Philly too. He's he's going to L. A. He's an L. A. man. He's he's he likes the sun. He's going to L. A. It is what it is. God bless them. You know, hopefully they don't. Uh, the the Lakers don't get decimated. 
but he's going to L.A. And quite frankly, um, as I'm watching this Indiana-Cleveland game, Randy, you know what I noticed? What? I noticed Tristan Thompson not getting a lot of playing time. Either not a lot or not at all. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know what's up. I'm (laughs) concerned because, you know, two years ago, someone could say two years ago, Tristan was one of the main reasons why the Cleveland Cavaliers beat the Golden State Warriors. Is that a fair statement? Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very, 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 you know, LeBron, Kyrie, of course, but Thompson had that, that presence, you know, scoring, rebounding, and ever since he got that contract, he's been like, hey, I'm, I'm just chilling. It just seems like uh, he went from being able to defend threes, uh, you know, defend the three-point line and rebound, and, and people were actually... You know, not even thinking about going into the paint because he was there. It went from that to he can't rebound, he can't defend, he can't, he can't. What? what why? Why can't he do this? Like, what is what's going on? Uh, oh, is it the money? You got the money already? Well, he's gonna. Well, again, I, I I think I picked Cleveland to go all the way to the finals because of LeBron James. I I think he's. Hey, I don't, I don't know about that, man. I, I, at this point, I don't think that's an automatic given. You know, when you see Philadelphia, and of course, you know, we, we, we all could have said probably Boston if Kyrie and Gordon were playing. But if you look at Philly, they're playing well. They're, they're all healthy. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look at it, look at it, look in the world where, look at, look at the world where. LeBron James is the best player in the conference. Who can neutralize LeBron James being the best player on the floor? When he plays Philadelphia, who's the best player on the floor? I, I mean, it'll 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 be LeBron, but then then they're gonna ask who, who who has the better team because you can right right. So I'm just I'm just because I give you an example. LeBron versus the 76ers versus Toronto. I'm looking at those two teams, and I'm like, okay, do you have a player that can slow down LeBron? If the answer is no, then LeBron, you you convincing me that you have enough firepower to beat LeBron on a team, whether he, you know, whether the team plays together or not. I have yet to, well, I've seen LeBron beaten before, but I don't know how strong enough these teams are this year to be able to beat. LeBron and that team that has that's went to the finals and has experience. I don't know if I, I don't know if Toronto and the 76 are ready yet. Okay. Uh I mean granted, you know, that could be that that can go uh either way, but if I ask you who has the better team, the Cavaliers or Philadelphia? Philadelphia has the better team, Cavaliers has the better player. And and more experience. Times where the team beats the player. Uh, and there's a time where the player beats the team. Mm. So, you know, I honestly believe that, you know, all that dancing that um, James Harden is doing, that that's, that's all cute. He's going to run into a team that's going to be able to play team defense. And when all that dribble, 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 shoot doesn't work, what are you going to do? They've been getting lucky. I, I, that Houston offense, I don't trust it one bit. It's too ISO, ISO for me. And the only difference between Houston and OKC in terms of their offense, 
Houston's making their shots. OKC isn't. If OKC made all their shots like Houston, it would look great. Mm-hmm. But Houston is a, like a lot of ISO ball. All that, you know, they're great and they're hitting, they're hitting shots. Granted, and they can score 50 points in a quarter. Right. But once that offense stops, and yeah, they're playing defense, but when you play a team that's just like you, now the question is what happens when you stop hitting shots? Chris Paul and James Harden are the only two players, technically, on Houston that could create their own shot. Is that correct, Randy? Harden, Chris Paul create their own shot. Um, and I would the say, only two it, players in Houston that can create their own shot. If it's not Harden and it's not Chris Paul, I would say Eric Gordon. So let's say three. Uh, I, I would give you. I would give you three because it's, it's definitely not Capella, not Ariza, not Ryan Anderson, uh, not PJ Tucker. Someone that can beat you off the dribble, Harden, Chris Paul, and, and I would say so Eric Gordon. Say, yeah, so we're going to say two and a possible. Yeah, Harden, Paul, and um, and um, Gordon. Gordon as a possible. Golden State Warriors. Let's count them off, shall we? Kevin Durant, Steph when he's healthy. Clay Thompson, Iguodala, Nick Young, didn't even mention Draymond. So how many is that, five? About, but again, we're talking about in the event Curry is is out. That's, that's yeah, a very, yeah, that's a big with Curry, Even with Curry out, you still have, uh, what, Cook? I'm talking about people that can create their own shot off the dribble. Once... All that, once these shots don't fall and defense is starting to be played, who are you going to go to to create their own shot? You're going to go to Harden or Chris Paul. Once defensively we've established you're going to go to these two players, everybody else is going to be left alone. That's what I want to see what Houston's made of, and I believe Houston will not have enough to beat Golden State full strength. All right. Let me me circle back to a couple things. One, uh, Back to Philly and the Cavaliers. Um, can Philadelphia make it to the, make it to the NBA Finals? Any event, LeBron is out in the first round to Indiana or um, second round. Cleveland will have to play. Let's say Toronto for for the time being. Let, can can Cleveland get gets past Indiana, Toronto, and then Philly gets past Boston without Kyrie and Gordon? The who has the 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 greater path? To the finals, Philadelphia or the Cavaliers? Well, well, Philadelphia, Philadelphia is going to play the winner of the Boston series, and then right. when, once they win it, the Boston, the Milwaukee series, whoever they play, they're going to beat them. Um, once they play them, they're going to be waiting for Cleveland, correct? Then Cleveland has to play Toronto, right? Uh, either Toronto or Washington, or it, right. it could be, so it could be Indiana. Assume Toronto wins, right? Cleveland's going to go through a war to get through Toronto. I think it's going to be a sweep. Well, not a sweep. Six games with Boston. Okay. So, from how I'm looking at it, the 76ers has has an easier path to the finals than Eastern Conference Finals than the Cleveland Cavaliers. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight, and also, I want to swing back to the to the Houston Rockets as well. Again, why I think they're fools gold. 
besides their offense being limited, their defense, that switching nonsense that they keep doing, that's going to cease come um, Golden State. Because you, you keep switching and putting little babies on Kevin Durant. You see what happens to you. You keep switching that defense. You keep putting those little babies on Kevin Durant. You see what happens to you. You're going to get toasted. Well, then again, it could be the Pelicans, too. There you go, too. Right. That switching nonsense, if Golden State wants to switch and put put little babies on uh, on Anthony Davis, go ahead. Be my guest. You saw what he t- you saw what he did to the uh, center of uh, Portland Trailblazers. What's his name? Uh, Nurkic. Nurkic, he took his soul. He took his soul for four games. He put him in his back pocket. Nurkic is going to have a summer full of dreams of Anthony Davis dunks on his face. He took his soul, but even, and, and, you know, that, and that's what's going to happen. They keep switching. Period. Even with that, it, it, it looked like Portland was outmatched from game one. Like it's like they had like no shot. It was just like every time I turned the game on, oh, Portland's down twenty. I'm like already. It's like who? But, once I, but I told you. I said. I told you. I said once I realized. Once you have McCullough and Lillard, once they're they're scoring, or once they're you know minimized. Then you know who, we're, not, who we're, we're, we're trying to not have you score thirty. If you score fifteen, seventeen, or five for twenty shooting, after those two guys, you have nothing. Mm. So once I realized that, and I was like, okay, you have playoff Rondo, you have AD, and you have J. Rule, and then you have you bring up uh, the the dude from Chicago. Um, uh, oh my god! Um, was it n- n- not Nervich? Is it Nervich? Nervich? Nah. One of the niches. One of the. One of the. <laughs> one I, I, I know. The I know you're talking about Nervich. Is that his name? No. One of the niches. Miritich. 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 You bring him over now. You have a shooter, a bona fide shooter who's six ten, that can stretch the floor and put AD at the five. Oh man, I loved it. That four. That four headed monster right there of, of Rondo. AD Miritich. Holiday and. Um, the shooter from Chicago? Miritich. Miritich. There you go. Yeah. And they're talking about, oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll, I'm going to stay in Chicago and play. No, you're not. As soon as he got punched up by Bobby Portis, he was like, get me the hell out of here. As soon as the chance happened, he got traded to New Orleans. He got open shots left and right from Anthony Davis. So I can't wait. I can't wait to see, uh, you know, what, what we have in store. Uh, real quick, you, you mentioned Carmelo maybe being done. Um, but two other players who got eliminated last night, uh, Dwayne Wade and Ginobili. You know, I think Ginobili has uh, uh, one more year left. Uh, D. Wade is an unrestricted free agent, so we don't know if he'll be back. I think he uh, – I could be wrong. Kind of mentioned if it's now Miami, then it's nobody at all. Um, and then you could throw Melo out there. I think Melo's going to still play, but – you look at D. Wade and Ginobili, great careers, multiple champions, all-stars, all that good stuff. Um, do you think we saw the last NBA game from Dwayne Wade uh, and or Ginobili last night? No, they're going to still give them a, a bag. So once you get a, once you can still get a bag and, and D, uh, let's, they take it step by step, D. Wade and you know, D. Wade, you know, clearly, mm. D. Wade was leaving because he thought there was a passing of the torch to Goran Dragic and this bum Hassan Whiteside. But clearly, uh, Pat Riley gave $96 million to a bum. And now, 
D-Wade is going to have more of a role if he stays. So I don't see why he wouldn't stay and get paid. And when it comes to San Antonio and Ginobili, um, why not stay another year? Kawhi won't be there next year anyway. So stay another year, mentor uh, the young rooks, and then go out uh, the following year. Uh, I think D-Wade plays no more than two more years. I don't think I don't think he'll wrap it up this year. I think Ginobili will play at age 41 next year for San Antonio. Hopefully Kawhi Leonard you know, plays basketball in general, whether it's San Antonio or a different team. Um, I, and I think Carmelo is going to come back. Uh, I, I mean, he, I think he's going to opt into that $20-plus million um, extension or contract he still has with, with OKC. So, I, I, you know, he, he ain't turning, he's not turning that money down. So uh, for him to retire next year, I highly doubt it. Um, but it'll be good to see Carmelo D. Wade and, and Ginobili back. Um, next year um, two more things before I wrap it up um, we keep mentioning Ben Simmons and Embiid and there's been a lot of you know talk uh, on the social media online internet that and again me and you grew up in that 90s wave that 90s basketball and this recently there's been some 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 comparisons between Embiid and Simmons to Penny Hardaway and Shaq with Orlando in the 90s uh a, a tall point guard, Penny and Simmons, and the big man, uh, Embiid to Shaq. Again, Embiid is not Shaq, but that's been the comparison lately. Um, and we know Penny and Shaq did not win a championship with Orlando. They got to the finals one time. They got to the conference finals, I believe, um, I mean, twice, 95 and 90, 96, but lost to Chicago. But... You, as a big-time basketball fan, and, and, and seeing Penny and Shaq in that era, do you see the similarities between uh, Penny, Shaq, to Embiid and Simmons? And can Embiid and Simmons, at one point in their career, win a championship unlike Penny and Shaq together? Yeah, they, they have an opportunity because of the weak East, number one. Number two, um, I love watching them play. Because you know, I, I wanted to watch again the game between the Sixers and Miami last night. I recorded it, DVR'd it, and watched it back again just to uh, pick apart Hassan Whiteside and uh, find out what $96 million get, actually uh, gets you. And I'm watching this game, and I mean, Embiid is a, Hakeem Olajuwon with a three-point shot. Right, right, right. He's, He's just so nimble, so quick, so agile uh, to be so big, so strong, yet play like a guard. He'll give you a jab step. He'll post you. He'll got a mid-range game. He'll fade off of one leg. He'll shoot a three. He'll rebound. He'll do a Shaq emblem dunk. Like, he does it all, and he wants to be good. He's like, yo, I want to torture you. I want to beat you. I want to dunk over you. I want to go through you. I want to punish you for even thinking anyone on this team is better than me. Mm. Whether, it was, whether it was Olenek, Bam Bam, or Hassan, he tortured all of them. And then, of course, you have Ben Simmons, who has the same attitude. Let me tell you this, something about Ben Simmons that I, that I came to uh, realize. You know how college players, you know, they would come through high school and they'd be the, you know, the, you know, the, the guy, and then they go to a Duke or Syracuse, or, you know, a big name school, and then they they play their heart out, and you right, know maybe right. win a championship, and then they go to the league. You know that's normally what happens, right? Mm-hmm. 
Ben Simmons said, I don't need that. Ben Simmons said, keep your number one school. I don't want to play for a championship in college. What I want to do is go to the league. And because I can't go to the league out of high school, what I'll do is I'll go to a school where, you know, it's off the grid, and I'll play for a year. I probably won't even go to classes like that. And I won't play hard because I don't want to hurt myself, and I know I'm damn near better than everyone on this court 90% of the time. And I'll go to the league, and I'll get drafted high, and questions about my engine or questions about me going hard or my desire will be answered as soon as I play my first couple of games. And boy, did he answer any of those questions when it comes to effort and desire. Like, I thought that was going to be the question when he came out of college because I didn't see it in college. But boy, I mean, I see it now, and Penny and and Shaq is is definitely a great comparison, and I definitely see them at at least going to the Eastern Conference Finals. If they stay together... I see them going at least two or three times. Easy. Mm. I mean, Easy. I, I definitely see the comparison. Um, you know, MB can shoot better than Shaq. Um, Penny can shoot better than Ben Simmons. Um, both have Magic Johnson-like qualities at the point guard position. Again, a big, tall point guard running your offense. Both athletic I mean, Penny. Penny was that dude in in, in the '90s. He was captivating on uh, uh, on TV shows and commercials and and sneakers and the the Orlando Magic by themselves were captivating in the 1990s with Penny and Shaq. Everything was the pinstripes, Walt, Walt Disney World, Shaq with the rapping career and, and must-see TV, must TV. Must TV with the movies. So again, maybe not the same personality. Like Embiid has that Shaq quality, that Shaq personality. Um, and again, Simmons and Penny are kind of more laid back, quiet to themselves and humble. Uh, but on the court, man, if, if they both can remain healthy, I think they can get it done. And I think the Eastern Conference will be theirs and the Celtics post-LeBron era. So it's going to be between Boston and, and Philly for quite some time uh, once the LeBron era is over or whoever, depending on whoever comes from the West that uh, that, uh, that comes to the Eastern Conference. But um, I think they can do it. I think they could do it. And uh, I'm not saying how many years, but I think it might be pretty soon. But we're looking at a, at a Philadelphia-Boston-led Eastern Conference rivalry for many years to come i can't wait but the comparison between them two and Shaq and, and penny uh i think is very alike but um the last topic i do want to bring up uh this is it's in the game you can find us on soundcloud and itunes soundcloud.com slash cruise control podcast you can follow me on twitter randy j cruise you can follow my my guy denicio at denicio shoots uh he does a lot of photography work and all that good stuff. So if you need some stuff done, hit them up. Um, but I did want to hit you. What I want to do from now on is kind of hit you with like a throwback question of, of the day kind of thing, kind of corny name for it, but I'll figure something out. But every time the playoffs come, you we, we always get that question when it comes to like 
the the Bulls era, the Jordan era, and I think I seen it recently where I think it, it could be recently, I could be wrong, but like Robert Ori, you know, was on the Rockets and he said that if Michael had not retired in 94, 95, that the Rockets who made it to the finals and won the finals uh, would have beaten the Chicago Bulls in the 94 finals and, and 95 if they got there. Uh, some people say if Michael never retired, he, he would have won eight rings, eight consecutive uh, championships. Uh, you're a basketball fan. You've seen the Rockets in the heyday and, of course, the Bulls era. If Jordan did not retire, do the Rockets beat the Bulls or does Michael get eight in a row or does he get one of those two championships in 94-95? It's a good question. The answer is I don't know because <laughs> th- that '95 Houston team was something else, man. That that '90 that that team, Kenny Smith, Vernon Maxwell, Robert Horry, Otis Thorpe, Hakeem Olajuwon. You technically had three shooters, a power forward, and a center who could draw a double team. And I don't see how the Bulls would have been able to answer that. I, I don't see it. Now, the other probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have had an answer for Jordan, 100% true. But I'm just looking at that Houston team. They were a team all around. So it, it's, it's, it's difficult for me to answer that question. Uh, I definitely uh, thought that Jordan not retiring, he's winning the championship straight. But with him retiring, clearly, Houston got their back-to-back uh, rings. So it, it, it's tough. It's tough. But I would have loved to have seen it. I think, I think what makes it tough or makes it an argument is the fact that Dennis Rodman did not get there until 96. So with that 94-95, you, you're really just having Cartwright, Jordan, Pippen, Armstrong, Paxson. Baby Car right? What car right was it? Will Purdue? No, car right. Will Purdue. Um, Tony Kukoc. Kukoc, fool, baby fool, baby fool. Um, like I'm just, I'm just thinking about their bigs matched up with Olajuwon, and what they, they would have need to have to, they would have need to let, have to let Olajuwon score 30, 30, 16 in like four blocks, or you would have had to let the shooters go off. Which, quite frankly, that you don't let the shooters go off because. And that's how Houston wins their games. So, it, it, you know, it, it would have been interesting. And you know what? I think that's one of the big what-ifs in NBA history of finals matchups that you did not get a chance to see. Um, but listen, man, you're talking back in that era. I, I think, uh, you know, it, it could have gone either way. Maybe Chicago would have got one of those finals. I think that I, I think they would have you know see that like Chicago was close in ninety four. I think they got that bullshit foul call against the Knicks game five, which I would never forget. Um, so it could have been it, it, it could have been Chicago Oh oh man. It could have been Chicago, Houston, but without Jordan just pipping and whatever. So they probably would have beat the Bulls then, but um I think it's still one one of the bigger major what ifs in NBA history. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. Houston will always say they'll have the better team. Scotty and, and Michael would always say they have the better team, but you know we'll never know. So I just want to throw that question out there to you to see what you would say. But um, I I think we, we're 
you know, on the on the road for a very interesting playoff still ongoing. We'll see who advances into the second round. I think second round will start next week. We we already have Golden State and New Orleans uh, prepared for I think Saturday, so that'd be very interesting to see if Curry plays. But um, as always, this is it's in the game with Randy Cruz and Denicio. You can find him on Twitter at Denicio Shoots. You can find me on Twitter at Randy J Cruz. Uh, hit us up with any questions or any feedback regarding the show, and you can find the show on SoundCloud and iTunes. SoundCloud.com/slash cruise control podcast give us a download rate comment subscribe give us some feedback uh any support you can show we would greatly appreciate it denisha my man always appreciate it and enjoy the uh this game five going on wizards toronto and cavaliers paces and the rest, rest of the playoffs good work, sir. appreciate it all right man take it easy later all right